said, I have a bone to pick with you. Tell me. I want to know. Last week, before we started filming, I asked you how my yeah. hair was. Right? And when I watched the episode, there was a piece of hair that was sticking up, like, the entire time like this. Okay, wait, on what side? What do you mean on what side? It was in the back. In the back? Oh, yeah, does. but Ty could have seen it. Because you were in, I was in the middle last week. I know. But you were on my right. I, I so how can I see it on my right? Whatever. Anyways, that's my bonus pick. Hi, welcome everyone. What's up? Damn. <laughs> we got DJ Ashbo with us today. What up? Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Rock what royalty. Can I call you rock royalty? That's pretty pretty cool sounding. Yeah. Right? Whatever you'd like to call me. Hashtag rock royalty. I want you to start using that. I think we're you not, should. We're not worthy. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to jump right. I mean, you were on tour with Guns N' Roses yeah. for five or six years, seven years. Yeah, six, almost seven years. Yeah. What is that? Like, that's like... Yeah, you're going to have to go into detail. What is that like? <laughs> like, like, if you were going to compare well, to... your hair sticks up a lot. <laughs> over here and over here. I was just trying to match, you know. Yeah. Mine, yeah, it's just, it just has a life of its own. Like, if there's an equivalent to being in a rock band and you were to compare it to, like, the Yankees... Guns N' Roses is the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm grateful, man. It's it's one of the the coolest guitar gigs you could ever get. I mean, Slash is a, a monster player, and it's just tons of fun to kind of step in there and play those classic songs, and you know, with one of the greatest frontmen of all time. It's awesome. Did you personally know them beforehand, or did you just get scouted? Yeah, how do you end up in Guns yeah, N' Roses? Like, how does that even happen? Yeah, yeah I don't know yet. I'm still, it's still <laughs> foggy. Uh, no, um, Axel, I had met Axel years and years prior. Sharon Osbourne introduced me. Um, really? We, yeah, we were doing the Beautiful Creature album at the same studio they were working on Chinese, and she walked me over, and such a nice dude, and we're both from Indiana, so we kind of have that, you know, little thing for whatever, <laughs> something. Um, and it was many, many years later, I had a band, or I still do, called 6AM, with Nikki Six from Motley Crue and James Michael. And Anyone at, big? <laughs> at the t- yeah. <laughs> well, the first song we released, it was never supposed to be a band. The first song we re- released uh, was called Life is Beautiful, and it went number one right out of the gate. And the manager called and said, you guys are now a band. And we're like, no, we're not. We're just best friends writing music together. And uh, that was 12 years ago. We're still a band. That's pretty dope. Which is pretty crazy. But anyway, through all that, our song was number one. I came off whatever tour it was, I think Crew Fest or whatever it was, I think that's what it was. And I got a call from Katie McNeil, who used to manage me, uh, and now she managed GNR. And she goes, hey, on the down low, would you be interested in coming down and checking out the gig? And that's kind of how it happened. I, you know, and then I caught wind that, you know, Axel heard I was coming down, called management, said if he even shows up, he has a gig. So I didn't know that part. Would have wow. taken some of the pressure off it. Yeah. Wow. No, it's, it was a huge, huge honor to to be able to share the stage with such a great... And everybody put together, you know, Bumblefoot, Richard Forrest, you know, Dizzy, Frank, you know, Pittman, fucking every... The, you know, uh, just the whole fucking... The whole crew, you know, just incredible, incredible musicians. Tommy, everybody, it's just incredible. So. And now, when you're fun. on tour with them, like, are you guys like a family? Like, you hang out all the time? Yeah. Or is there, is there like the uh, when you spend that much time with people, do you get on each other's nerves? Oh yeah, like, yeah, for sure. There's there's fights. There's you know hugging, crying, laughing. You know, 
but mainly we always got along really, really well. You know, it, it does become a family out there. Um, to this day, I still talk to, to quite a few of them, you know, and it's just, it's, it, it becomes a marriage more than anything, you know, so it's, you're out there sweating it out, you know, touring the world, you know, h- however many times we went around, but it was quite a few. <laughs> And you'd had a lot of success prior to joining them, right? But when you join them, is it like, wow, like... Yeah, it's a whole different level, you know, like like I said, you know, 6 a.m. we were number one, biggest song of the year on the radio, but it didn't come close to comparing or preparing me for the magnitude that was ahead of me, you know, I had no idea, I had no idea about a lot of things, I didn't... I didn't understand, you know, taking the gig. There would be certain, because I, I went into it probably pretty naive. I went into it like, you know, being, you know, you know, Slash is one of my guitar, you know, inspirations and stuff. So to me, it was just so inspiring and like such a, a cool thing in that. But I, did, I didn't really think about, oh my God, they're hardcore GNR fans and you got to win these guys over. Right. Once you do, you win them for life and they're, they're the best fans you could ever right because when you're have. coming in not as like an original right member, and i you have, to, you have to earn your stripes you right? do right. but i didn't realize you know there's going to be a, a a big handful of people that no matter how how good you do at the gig they're going to fucking hate you because you're not and i get that now standing back i i totally get it and i respect it um but it's almost like they immediately pitted me against slash and i was just like I'm, I'm like a fan too. I'm one of you, sure. you know. So it was it was a weird for me to get used to that. It's not like he's gone because you're there. No, right? no, right. And 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 in fact, you know, it, it was just one of those things where I just wanted to do whatever I could to uh, do the the gig justice. You know, try to bring back or or you know uh, carry on that reckless rock and roll attitude that I loved about the band, right. You know, so yeah. Were you nervous? Yeah, I was. I, you know, in the beginning, you don't yeah. look like you'd ever be nervous, right? He <laughs> yeah, doesn't look the like. Are so yeah, yeah. Well, well, Hello. the first, it, I was only nervous, you know, before the first show. You know, after that, after we made it through that show, it was it was no problem. But yeah, getting through that show was a little difficult, just because uh, you know anything can go wrong you know i didn't know how fans were going to respond to me out there and uh right you know but hey it worked out you know they kept me around <laughs> so. i feel like you've made it big when they just say as long as he shows up he's got the gig like, right yeah yeah that was showed your work. Well, yeah it was cool and i had no idea axel actually knew more about me than than i even but not just me he knows he knows his shit like yeah. He he has his ear really close to the ground in the music scene. You know what I mean? Like he knows the up and coming hottest players out there. Like he he put together an incredible band. Like these guys are on a different level. Yeah. Know? So when I stepped in it's like, oh shit. You know, because I'm not I'm I'm not schooled. I'm just self taught. Right. So these guys are like incredibly like trained, trained, you know. Musicians. It's absolutely my favorite band ever, ever, number one. And he yeah. is definitely my number one front man. Yeah. Yeah. He's, a lot of people too. don't realize he's Mine even too. classically trained yes. vocally, too. Yeah. He, they think he's just out there screaming, but he's yeah. not. I mean, I would sit in his hotel. Like, yeah. I would sit in his hotel room and, and I remember a couple nights and he would just get on the piano and 
was just, it was really cool. I, I'm not trying to kiss kiss the guy's ass. He's, he's always been a, a great friend to me. He's, he's treated me like gold. But, um, but I was just like, for the first time, I was like, this guy is so stupidly talented. It's ridiculous. Like, he can just sit there and talk to you. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's pretty incredible. I mean, he has a ton of just brilliant songs that have never been released and I, I hope, really I hope he releases them one day because he has some great music he's sitting on for sure so like yeah. old stuff or newer new just new, just ideas, new ideas that he, he's just tweaking you know tweaking with but just beautiful beautiful songs can you imagine being on tour with guns and like that's just got to yeah. be so crazy like like yeah. is the is the when you're off stage, is the is it like I'm sure people think like oh these guys are like partying and just tearing up city to city. Is that what it's like, or is that's it just exactly like, what it's like? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's playing it mildly. Really? Um, no, yeah, we uh, we. You have stories for days. We do. We we've uh, we've had our share of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> is it like the Hangover? But but I met but my rock? wife out there. I met my wife in Rome when we were on tour and. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to go out. She didn't want to go out. We both ended up at this outdoor party with the, uh, in the VIP center. And I just remember the whole world stopped. I was like, who the fuck is that, you know? And uh, and it was just one of those cool, cool moments. <laughs> What's that? Oh, so cute. <laughs> the whole world stopped. Yeah, you know, so, uh, I was drunk as fuck. But, <laughs> but, but, I mean, here's one of the fucking seriously like the most I've been around the world like six seven times and one of the most stunning you know I was just like Holy. Italian woman or is no she... she's Colombian oh, but cool. she moved to Italy when she was nine so she you wow. know. so does she speak Italian yeah wow yeah yeah do you fuck no <laughs> <laughs> no but um but long story short you know she's she's and I say this to this day she is definitely the best thing that came out of being in Guns N' Roses <laughs> You know, other than just, you know, years of just, you know, great, great memories. And, right. You know, and a ton of killer fans, you know, so. Is it, like, is it hard, or in the beginning, when you see, if you met her on tour, is it, in your mind, when you first meet someone on tour, you're probably not thinking, like, oh, this, this could be the one, or you really had a <laughs> feeling like, oh, yeah, I'm done. I wrote a brand new song. Uh, I have a new band coming out. It's not even a band. It's me and a DJ. It's me producing and writing the songs, and and I'm gonna go on tour with just a DJ. But uh, it's called Pyromantic, and I wrote a song uh, about that night. Uh, it's a drunken conversation I had with God. Um, with God. With God. The whole night I was just getting drunker and drunker, and I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, there she is, and you know, praying to God, like, "Listen, I know." No, I don't, you know, didn't mean to wake you, but uh, we haven't talked in a while. And do me this one favor, you know, right. like. Me again. Yeah, and, and uh, he answered my prayers, but no. But it was weird because she thought I was a DJ. And so I went with it. I'm like, yeah, totally. I'm spinning up the street. And, and uh, she came to the show and. Uh, She's like, wow, you're really famous. You got a lot of people. She'd like, heard yeah, of Guns yeah. N' Roses, right? She didn't know because I didn't tell her. Oh, yeah, yeah. got it. Okay. That you were part of it. Yeah. She knew of right. It. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're yeah. like, just come to my show. Yeah, but, but you, it, didn't, you, didn't, you left that part She's out. Like, oh, I'm go to a club. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then all of a sudden, Axel walks by, and I go out and whatever, start like, you know, welcome the jungler, whatever. And you see this just confused look on her face, like, like. Where's this turntable? And, and, and the best part is, she's she's like, that's great. You're in, you're in Guns N' Roses. She goes. 
um, I like the band, I just, I don't really listen to rock. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. So that didn't win her that over. So, well, how big yeah. was that arena? Like, it didn't win her over, but it won me over. So there I was like, you go. Oh. How many people were watching you that night? Do you remember? 60,000 probably, 60, I don't know. 60,000, it's a casual. 30 to 60, wow. I don't know. I don't. We have we have 60 listeners. I just, <laughs> I just want you to know. It's no, probably just, 30, I, just I don't remember. I want to be completely upfront with you. Yeah. You've gone from 60,000 to 60 listeners. I don't so remember you, where we were, yeah. but we, it was usually in between the, somewhere in there. Yeah. Incredible. It really is. Incredible. And so, Too many to count. Right? There you go. And so, and then eventually you stepped aside from, from them? or how Yeah, did, yeah. Um, like, what... Yeah, How I, do you do that? Well, it's one of those things where, um, you know, I knew Slash was coming back, which as a fan, you got to understand, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm incredibly excited. Number one, I played a lot of the Slash parts, so I didn't have the brain capacity to relearn <laughs> three and a half hours worth of music differently. But m- more than that, if he's coming back, this is his gig. You right. Know? I'm just here, you respect. know. Yeah, it's yeah. all respect. I. I I would gladly step, I was like, hey, you know, and it was like the best of both worlds because I get, you know, my favorite band back, right? and I get to go play in a band called 6AM that I helped create, and so it was just a win-win for me, you know, and and I'll always cherish the, the times I had, but yeah, I, I gladly stepped back, and, and uh, yeah. Do you still keep in touch with the guys, we or do, is it it's yeah. probably hard, like, right, because everyone just, gets was, busy and yeah, life happens? It's, or? it's hard, you know, they've been doing killer out there, fucking just killing it on tour, and I'm proud of them, man. It's, yeah. Uh, it's great. I've, you know, it's good to see Axel so happy, singing fucking his ass off like he always has. It's it's really cool. When they Duff's f- one of the nicest guys. He would come out and yeah. jam with us when we, yeah. It's when cool. they, did you go to any of the shows when they came back? Did you did no. you actually go to the shows? Or? Unfortunately, no, I, I didn't get chance. I saw that one when day. I was in the van. No, I, uh, no, after, after. <laughs> yeah, after, I don't after. remember if I showed I up or not. I saw footage of Axel remember. like he had broke his foot or something. Yeah. Like they first came back and he was like doing shows, literally sitting down. Yeah, yeah. And like Axel's so much energy. Yeah. That it didn't even matter that he was literally sitting in a chair. I feel like the, almost the whole show, or like yeah. on a cane at one point. Yeah. I went and, and like saw nobody them when cared. They came it was fine. Through. Yeah, I, I saw him one time. And believe it or not, it's the first time I ever saw them. You know, I've always been a fan, but I never got to see him with Slash playing. And and to, so it was a really big treat, uh, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I wish I would have seen him back in the day. I but, um, have a funny Guns N' Roses story. I, so I tried to see them twice yeah. in my life, both unsuccessfully. <laughs> the first time, this was back in, like, uh, I'm foggy on, on time, so yeah. you, I'm sure you can appreciate it. Uh, you wouldn't think, but, yeah, I have some fog. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> me too. Uh, what, you? So, it's yeah, foggy yeah, yeah. right now. So yeah. this was here in Vegas um, yeah. at the Hard Rock. It was the first time I was going to see okay. them at, at the joint. Yeah. The original joint. Okay. And uh, Metallica was opening. Or no, sorry. They were opening for Metallica. For Metallica, right. Okay? Yeah. They come on, like, show, I don't remember the time. Again, let's just call it 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, show starts, yeah. supposed to start. 9.15, we're still waiting, yeah. right, for yeah. Axel to come out. Yeah. The ch- crowd is chanting, you know, we want Axel. Right. We want, it's good, crazy, you yeah. know. Finally, he comes out. It's literally, like, maybe, like, 9.40, like an hour and 40 minutes late. Yeah. He comes out, and people are... Oh! We've got five, That's not going to scare us. Yeah. You're no, you're no stranger to a fire alarm, you know? <laughs> you know? They, they, heard, they heard I'm here. Yeah. Oh, DJ Ashba was doing a podcast. <laughs> I'm like, take me. You know, in the fire. 
you know? Because you've had an appetite for destruction. I don't know. So, Hell yeah. yeah. It, was, fire, it was fire until then. What are the odds, right? I need to put, right? need to put flames all around this place. Yeah. So... The, you guys just saw this, the bottle move, didn't you? Right, yeah. Oh, no. We're back, from, we're back from the here, fire right? alarm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so, am I in good spot? Is this where you want me? Yeah, yeah. I think you were a little bit... You want me that way? No, you're good now. Okay. Am I supposed to sit up? Because I feel like I'm slouching. Hey, you, you do hey, you're, you. You're rock you royalty. Do you do whatever you, you want. Is this covering yeah. your face? I thought this is covering uh, your face. Okay. I was trying. Okay, I was like, so... <laughs> Especially since I have my own water company. Right. Oh, oh do you? <laughs> it's okay. Do you really? Yeah, but I don't Get care. Get this out of here. I don't care. No, I don't, no, I don't give a I don't shit. I don't care. We're going to circle back to that yeah. after your epic Wait, we story. need to get you carried no, in Tropicana. I would Tropicana. love that. Ashba Water, here come we come. On. What's it called? The Stratosphere is carrying it. Ashba Water. Oh, that makes sense. Ashba Water. Why don't we have Ashba Water in Chicago Lands? What's going on here? Oh, right. And insert photo of it. It's way better than this. No, This is your sponsor. Or they're like motherfuckers. No, yeah, no, no, they're not. They're not even a sponsor. Yeah. No, Fuck no these sponsor. Guys. Get that water out of I'm here. It's me. it's two clicks north of tap no, water, for no. God's sake. I don't know. <laughs> okay, can I finish my Axel story? Because yes. it's pretty oh, epic. Gosh. Okay. Never-ending story. Go the, on. We're an hour and forty waiting for him. The crowd is booing at this point. Right. Axel, in his defense, sometimes it's not always him that we're waiting. Every, he gets, hey, he gets, I'm never mad at him. He gets, I love he him. gets the heat. He can do no wrong. I've been backstage. Me. It's not always him. But, yeah. uh, so he come, finally comes on stage. The audience is booing. They start playing Welcome to the Jungle, but the crowd doesn't flip. They're like hostile. I, and if I remember right, I want to say this is the makeup show to a show that he had already had canceled. I don't yeah. remember the okay. timing of it. I just happened to know some of the hard rock. They're like, hey, do you want to go see? So I got in, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess the crowd was hostile. He ended up cutting the band off, like 10 bars in, and he goes, you're booing Axl Rose? Nobody boos Axl Rose. Slams the mic down, walks off stage. We're thinking, he's coming back. Never comes oh, back. Good, and teach you guys a lesson. <laughs> now there's another intermission. Metallica comes on and people erupt and they open with Welcome to the Jungle, Metallica. Really? And crush it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I've okay, never was, heard that, that story. That was a good yeah. story. I'm glad he told yeah. me. Yeah. We wow. so, but I never got to see Guns N' Roses. And then another time they were, supposed time. To, they were supposed to play at Hollywood Bowl with uh, Living Color. Okay. Living Color was opening. Okay. Remember Living Color? Yeah, that bit? I yeah. do. You're, you don't. Mm. I know of no. them. Yeah, they were great. They have like Cult one. of personality. And yeah. Like, and yeah. a cult of personality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, like, but the album was good. Was right. Yeah, yeah. But you're and right. Only and one hit. Cult of personality. Damn. And Damn. And Damn. Uh, Name one more song. I can't I dare do it. I can't. Time's Up, I think, was the song. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But they were time good. Time after time. Remember he wore, like, he wore those, <laughs> no, the yellow body glove, like a body glove, like... I've never seen him live. No? No. Damn. Whatever. Anyway, I never... Do you guys talk wah, about yourselves? Wah, wah. I'm, I'm going to go. Fire alarm wah, killed wah. my mojo. Uh, well, anyway, since you brought up your water company, tell us about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I started a water company in 2000, I think, 17? 16, 17, 17? It's all one big blur. Yeah. And I actually originally was going to do a vodka. And um, in last second, I was like, I had a killer design for a glass bottle, and I chopped the top off, and I go... It's now going to be a water bottle, and it's really cool. It's classy. How did you go from one to the other? Right, I know because I, you know, is one of those things where I thought I could 
I've always been into charities and stuff, so I thought, you know, I can do more with the water. I felt like I could. I didn't know the water business very well at the time. Um, but tying, you know, a charity in and trying to do something good in this world. And so we tied to a, a great charity called Techo. And I figured, you know, water, any age, it doesn't matter. They, every, it appeals to everybody, whereas vodka doesn't. You know, so I felt like I could reach more people through water, I guess. And we tied to Techo, which every bottle sold. Uh, you know, a percentage goes to helping build homes in Latin America and the Caribbean. And, Very cool. You know, so, yeah. There you go. And you I said like you had that a, a lot. Yeah, I like that. I yeah, like yeah. I like that so. you're just not just one-dimensional. There's layers to you. There's layers <laughs> to like you. I'm like an onion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just peeling them back. Same Let's just peel them right. back. <laughs> and tell me about the media company. So what, what's yeah, that all about? So what do you do? So the media, I, I don't, I never really talked about the media. Um, I started it in 2003, so through my whole career, I used to, you know, I started out drawing on napkins when I was a kid, and it kind of turned into having my own cartoon in a newspaper when I was like in seventh grade. And I was a kid like they'd take out of all the, uh, you know, classes to paint like the backdrops and the prom backdrops and the yearbooks and design everything. Um, and I just always loved art and music, you know. And so in 2000, I think it was 2003, um, I heard that Virgin. Virgin Megastores were looking for a new creative agency. And uh, my singer from 6AM, his girlfriend at the time uh, worked for uh, Virgin, in the, I think, uh, in the marketing department. And, you know, we were sitting there drinking wine one night at the studio, and, and you know, and they kind of convinced me to put, he's like, you've been building everybody websites, you're a graphic guy. And uh, so I convinced three or four of my friends, I go, hey, if you guys give me your time, uh, we can sit back and design, you know, an, like ad campaigns. So I'll go present them to Virgin. If we get it, I promise I'll put you on salary as long as we have. Long story short, we, be, we beat out like I think 106 agencies, professional, like a ton. Wow. It was like a lot. And yeah, we fucking got the gig and I, I couldn't even believe it. So. We literally. You I, shocked I, yourself. I, I shocked myself. But like, what was okay, crazy no, is I had to. I had to go in there and and I didn't know anything about running a business. So, you know, at the time I, I incorporated the name Ashba Media because I didn't know what to call it and I knew that would pass. And I was like, and I got a, a 800 number for like 50 bucks a month and I had. You know, one of my friends who had an English accent to the machine, so it sounded like a fancy. Why company. is that? The English accent yeah, always sets you free. It I've does. done yeah. it too. Yeah, you've done it too. hundred percent. Yeah. I had a company. I had a PR firm uh, back in the day, and I wanted to create a competition yeah. firm, like a fictitious competition against us. Yeah. And so I created. We had EMG Exposure Marketing Group, and I created Heat PR. And this fictitious person named Tracy Walker, and it was my friend's girlfriend at the time, had an Australian accent. Yeah, yeah, same, same thing. thing, same uh, thing. You know, no. all the Australians are cringing right now. Yeah, enter. Here comes the hate mail. Actually, all the I'm already getting enough hate mail. Now it's gonna triple. Uh, yeah, kind of grow. But yeah, it just they we just sound offended it's just, everybody. We're, right. we're trying to grow the show. They okay. just sound more eloquent. You know, it's yeah, just, no, yeah. it's true. It's true. You know, and and so I basically bullshitted my way into pretending I had this big company when it was just literally me and a couple of friends out of my living room in a one bedroom apartment. And now so it's guys, a big company. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. So now, yeah, years later, you know, it's it's grown into an, an 
incredibly huge company. And uh, you like that side of it, like I do. the, the yeah. marketing and yeah. creating and yeah, campaigns we, and that kind every, of stuff. Every client's a billion dollar company. And really? It's like yeah, from Amway to Cody to Wellis Sebastian, all the big hair companies to. You so know, exactly Cirque du Soleil for years. Like what do you design? What do you do for we, them? We are a fabrication company, so we build, uh, you know, like 3D environments, you know? So, like, all the way, anything from, like, Madame Tussaud characters where you're putting yeah. hair in the glass eyes and molding faces to where the next job we're doing is for Excision's music festival called Lost Lands. Okay. And we do it every year, but we build 65-foot volcanoes. Wow. And they shoot 30-foot flames out. It's, an, it's You've never seen anything like it. But our crew goes there, builds them on site, but it's like shit you'd see at Disneyland. Right. right? The Matterhorn. You know? Right, right, like, right. And they're 50, they're, they're as wide as this room. They're 50 feet in circumference at the bottom. What? Wow. And That's 65 massive. feet tall, and we build two every year for them. And do you build stuff like at big trade shows, like CES, yes. like that yeah. kind of stuff, I would big imagine, like right? That. Or we like just NAM finished. show, maybe, or exactly. stuff like that? We just built 32 trade show booths for tra a company called Trace3. Wow. We built a big thing called Red, uh, for Redkin. Um, yeah, just... Killer, I've, I've seen your stuff, stuff around town. Just yeah, yeah. We, right. we, we have stuff in all the casinos. Like if you go into, we used to have a big display at Luxor with the pyramid with Chris, a life-size Chris Angel. Yep. I've seen that, yeah. That one. And then the MGM right now, if you go to the Ka show, there's a pillar yep. in, with the Spears people. Yep. That's that's us. So we build all wow. that type of stuff. I actually just saw it like, yeah. a, month, like a month ago. Yeah. yeah. So we got stuff in all the casinos, but nobody knows it's my company because I don't really... In but that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Like, I don't talk about it, and you know, it, it was pretty cool because throughout Guns N' Roses, you know, I, I would see like, you know, or the band was kind of like, you know, what is, what is? Right. But it's one of those things where I've just kind of I've built this company quietly backstage and behind the scenes and just uh, know your secret is safe with the 60 of us Don't okay perfect worry. yeah yeah so <laughs> well, that's, now I think that's a bonus people know about it now and then in 2000 <laughs> 2000 uh, when all the Virgin Mega we were doing all the branding and marketing for Virgin Mega stores worldwide yep. and we do three ad campaigns a, uh, a month and after so many years those stores start closing down because sure. the economy and uh and then I kind of refocused the company on building a clothing line called Ashford Clothing. And now that's, we, years later, we're, you know, that blew up because the bands, you know. And, yep. Um, but we sell to every country in the world. We've got a killer store over at the Stratosphere. And Is this... Ashba or no? No, believe okay. it or not, it's so right. the one thing I own that isn't. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, but usually I wear the clothing. And that's kind of why I started because they don't make a lot of cool stuff for guys, you know? Right. Like you go and girl, you know, girls have the best, you know, right. best choices. But um, so I originally started, I could never find anything for stage. So originally started off as more stage clothes. And I worked with uh, Cody uh, Verona over at um, Unforgotten Saints. She's awesome. She helped me design my stitched hat and all kinds of crazy stuff throughout my career. And... Uh, and then it it, it kind of shifted into more of like just comfy wear, like really crazy graphic design T-shirts and like baggy beanies and and uh, things I would kind of pick up on styles. Like in Japan, when we'd be on tour, I'd be like, these crazy baggy beanies you couldn't find. Right. So I'm like, okay, we're gonna build these and bring these. And and uh, not that we brought them, but that's all we carry is 
fucking cool baggy beanies and sweatpants and hoodies and things like that. That's your speed? I like it. Yeah, I'm kind of a tomboy. I used to be a skater girl back then. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's that type of stuff. You were a skater girl? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I used to hang out with all skater boys. Yeah. Nice. I used I like, this is a funny story, I have a scar on my leg because I broke into my old elementary school with all, like, it was a group of four skaters. They were, like, skateboarding on the roof, and I was with my friend. We were just hanging out, like, chilling. I go back, I, I crawl down from the roof to go to the bathroom, and this cop's like, hey, uh, do you mind grabbing all your little friends and coming down? And I'm like, <laughs> Everyone just like runs, yeah, right? Like ants. And we're all like, yeah, we like, I jumped the fence, have a nice scar in my leg from it. And my friend yeah. is afraid of heights, so I don't know why he was on the roof, but he's trying to climb down a tree and got stuck. So the poor guy <laughs> got caught. So he got busted? Only one from the whole posse that got busted. But yeah, anyways, yeah, I like those kind of beanies. Yeah. Who knew? Natalie was a rebel. I never knew this till just now. I know. You learned so much about me on this Who knew? show. I got a skateboard from my car to work. What? Yeah. The parking so far. That's so funny. With my flip-flops. It's dangerous. But I, I so you it. still do it to the to yeah. this day? Yeah. I grab my skateboard and I... You learn something new every day. Take John for a ride. Something new. Take John for a ride on it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Has Life is Beautiful ever contacted you to do anything with the festival? No, but I would love to get involved with that. I, I There's there's a few festivals, like EDC's one, we've never done any, anything for that I would love to get in, involved with, and especially since Pyromantic is heading in that direction. Yeah. And, um, Can yeah, you tell uh, people more about that, or do you not yeah, want to let the cat no, out of the cool. bag? Or no, what? that's cool. Pyromantic is, is just an awesome project where... Um, Basically what it is, is I, I'm taking four different genres of music, Latin, pop, rock, and EDM, and putting it in a blender. And um, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, you know, I'm writing and producing these songs. I'm going to play live with the DJ. So it's going to be me on guitar, just full blown. And then we're going to feature different singers from different genres of music on the big screens and in videos and everything, so. Do you have the DJ yet? Not yet. I so got a guy, a I, I got a guy I okay. want to submit. Okay. I got okay. a guy. Okay. Just put him, put him in on in the audition. Yeah, but that's actually where we're kind of at right now. We're gearing up, I'm, I'm, I'm building the new guitar rig for live, and okay. it's exciting. I, I built, this has been a two year long project, and it started off in the beginning, uh, me and the singer from 6AM, James, Michael, we had some time off, and. We started writing like we did, and it eventually evolved, and obviously it went in a direction, and I pushed it really hard in a direction, and then James kind of got busy and went off done his thing, but um, it, it's evolved into this incredible thing over the last two years that's just awesome, and you know, to have like congas and horns, and, yeah. like, and it's very worldly, but it's it's... It's designed, it. <laughs> yeah, and it's designed, you know, to make the body move. It's right. definitely, you know, it's it's full on dance stuff, but it's it's great. It's I would fun. imagine the hardest thing for you is to transition. Like when you're Guns N' Roses, yeah, it, it's almost it's a blessing and a curse, right? You're never because, gonna join a bigger band, right? So, <laughs> so it's like you, you you almost can only go down unless yeah. you kind of reinvent, not reinvent yeah. yourself, but kind of like you yeah. you you found a new lane. And you're creating a lane, it, it, really. Yeah. Create a lane, you know. And make it yours but my thing is you know I've written and produced for a lot of people from from co-producer like from Motley Crue to Neil Diamond to and and I just saw time out I have to call time out I was waiting for you I was waiting for you (laughs) you're a Neil Diamond fan I just shocked that, that DJ Ashba and Neil Diamond are in the same sentence. Yeah. What? How yeah. did that happen? 
Again, Katie McNeil. Really? Yeah. Um, she is uh, his manager, but now she actually is his wife, and they've been married for a oh. long, long time. But um, it's all about it's, who you know. It's, no? it's really connections. well. It's really crazy because when I met Katie, uh, when I met Katie, she basically brought me on. She was, I think, working at MTV at the time, and they were working on this pilot called Rockin' the House or something, and they had me on there, and uh, I did kind of the pilot. So I was the host of the show, and it was this house party, and and this is many, many years ago. And at the time, I would take her down, because she really believed in me, and I'd take her down and play, play her these shitty demos I was doing, and she really loved it. And she, she was the motivation that I needed at the time and gave me the confidence I needed at the time to keep pushing forward with that direction. And so I, I would basically beg her every day to become my manager. I was like, she's like, I don't know anything about managing a band. I go, you believe, and that's half of the battle. That, you know, so I talked her into being my manager. And so, you know, as we were going, you know, we discussed and we we're like, shit, you know. So she actually started working at, uh, a big management company and, and brought me in and things just happened, but that's how it kind of started off. So for her to now be managing Neil Diamond, I'm, I'm incredible. I mean, she worked her ass off. Like she's one of the most brilliant managers out there and has done so much for my career. Like yeah. I owe so much to her. You that's know, awesome. From, from working with Motley Crue to joining Guns N' Roses to working with Neil Diamond. Right. You know, hands down, Katie. Katie made all that shit happen. You know, so. What haven't you done that you want to done, or that you want to do that you want to done? What's wrong with me? What, am I drunk? Yeah, I get drunk off that. Tap we are at water. a bar. That tap water got me got me inebriated. Out of what have you done that you haven't done? What What is there left for you? Uh, obviously, the, this new venture in this yeah. new lane. Pyromantic but, is is my number one priority. I am so so inspired and so I mean th this is everything I've ever wanted to do it's kind of like your whole career you learn all these things you work with all these people pyromantic is kind of just my labor of love it's it's something I truly want to do for me and it's just it's so gratifying to be able to be in a position uh, I have had an incredible career thank God um, but this, this, <laughs> this new thing is just the next chapter you know it's like it's really special and it's really a lot of fun and it's given me the freedom as a songwriter and a producer just to create any style of, like basically I don't have to write for one vocalist or right. one voice I can write not only for that but, but multiple genres as long as we keep it within kind of this wide walls that we call pyromantic and it's it's and really you're the cool. painter essentially now, yeah, right? Yeah. You get and to just create. And it's it's finally my vision unfiltered, you know. Right. So it's it's really cool, and um, I'm excited. I think people are really gonna like it. It's something completely different than I've ever done. Something new. It's very creative, and me being a creative person, it's it's the perfect perfect thing for me. I guess the perfect project. So. Since I'm trying to throw my my friend who's a DJ on you, <laughs> I might as well just keep it going and just just ask the obvious question for Natalie because she's too shy. Is is there going to be dancers on tour? Because I don't know if you know, but oh, okay. <laughs> we we actually I've got some moves. I'm not yeah, yeah. I'm not putting you on the spot. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. We actually well, thank you. I thank you. We you know? actually talked about about uh, that. You know, just really bringing a show element to it and. You know, and these are the things, we're kind of at that stage right now where 
you know, we got I got a shit ton of songs written. Right. We're putting the right singers on every song now, and it's exciting. You know, you know, it's two years worth of hard work, and now we're starting to talk about what is this show going to look like? What's it going to be? Right. And me being a creative person, having an incredible creative team behind me. It's it's going to be a lot of fun to finally I bet. visually put put something and, together. And just know she's not available Thursdays at two. I'm pretty sure I get dropped like a hot potato no. if you if you come calling. But it's okay. We'll figure it out. I'll take this show <laughs> on the road. Well, yeah. We will do Vegas junkies in Sweden if we have to. Okay. <laughs> That camera Portable, travels. Yeah. Ty travels. <laughs> we will travel. Yeah. Got your passport? Yeah. There you go. Hey, next year, oh, no. I just... Oh, that's I okay. Dropping parts. No big deal. Yeah, next I year, I heard... That, this is completely off topic, but I just found out today, next year, we have to have a special driver's license. Have you heard this? No. To, in order to travel... Uh, yeah, you have to have the license with the star on it, right? I don't know. Yeah. You know more than I do. I just found out tidbits oh, today. Yeah, wow. yeah. God. It has like a little is, star on the corner so of it. So it just replaces our existing driver's license. Correct. Do they okay. send you it? You have to renew it, I believe. Got it. But don't it's worry. Like an, it's like an extra cost. Let me tell you one of the perks of, of knowing John O here. Okay. I got a guy at DMV. Perfect. No lines for you Perfect. from here on out, Perfect. buddy. No I, I, line. I've, I've had call, a... Just do the call the internet and you make an appointment. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> I, no I, I've had a lady... I really have a guy. I don't want to say his name. Don't say his name. But, uh, yeah, I, I got a guy. I've had a lady, the same. Yeah. And, I, and, and she's been awesome for the eight this years I've lived here. Never a line. But I think she's... Retiring, so I might need. You okay, better, I, got yes, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. You have to go to Henderson. Is the only catch. The Henderson closer DMV. to my house. Okay, That's brilliant. Perfect. Yeah, brilliant. I'm in Henderson. I'm yeah, in Southern Highlands. Really? Yeah, so. All right. It's this Meaning you already have really? it? I already have it because I okay. had to renew well, my, see, maybe my I, I don't know if I, I have that. I need to see my credentials. Little, We've got royalty in the house here. here on the exactly. Oh, I got it. Rocker side. You have it. Watch. I won't have it. I won't have it. Yeah, you gotta have it. I can't even see it. Do I have it? Yes! I have it? You have it. I'm good. We're all yeah. good. All right. I got I the special credentials. I've got credentials. You have, to, you have to bring your passport now when you travel. That's the rule. So I think, got that, it. I think that indicates you don't have to bring your passport with you. Oh. Really? Or something like that. Well, there we go. Okay. We're already ahead of ourselves. Hey, we're ahead of the curve. We are we so right? cutting edge. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, all right. Did you see how big the Raider, Raider Stadium is right now? Like they yeah. Have, are like, you a sports the, fan? The top. You know what's weird? What do you I, do I, when I, you're not <laughs> working? I appreciate sports. I, I'm not a fan because I, I should be, and I hate saying that, but right. I, I used to be, you know, when I was a young kid, I loved the Steelers. <laughs> And my brother loved the Cowboys. And I think I liked the I'm Steelers. A yeah. yeah. And I think I liked the Steelers because he liked the Cowboys. But I'm talking back when Franco Harris. Terry Bradshaw, yes. Lynn Swan, Lynn John Stallworth, yes, Jack exactly. Ham. And after that. Rocky Blyer. Yes. That, that was the era that I loved. Franco, Franco Harris. Harris. Yeah. And then, and then. That was a good team. See, that was I actually sound teams. like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was pretty good. I would never be able to. And I would draw football characters. I, I was way into it. And. Um, and I quit watching after Chicago because, you know, I'm right there. We won the Super Bowl and the Bears yep. Shuffling Crew fucking yep, yep. song came out. But that was kind of the end of it. You know, I, I remember I, you know, I was very athletic in, in high school. And they kicked me off the basketball team for having long hair. And I think from that day forward, 
I was like, fuck Sour sports. on sports. Yeah, I was just like, fuck it, you know? And it, which is sad because I went to state like three years in a row with really? pole vaulting and stuff. And yeah. wait, wait, you were a pole vaulter? <laughs> what? I know. And I held the junior high record up until I think it was last year, somebody finally beat it. But it, I've held Within it this last long. year? I think get it was out. last year. Somebody you gotta have it. some video. How do you it? get into <laughs> pole vaulting? How, do you, how does one become a pole vaulter? I don't know. I was fast. I was tiny, so that thing would. That seems intense, me. man. Did you watch someone do it and said, "I have to do that"? Or it what? just always looked fun, and I was okay. like, "You'd yeah, be strong to do that too, don't you? Like, you have to have like freak freak yeah, strength." I, I, I feel have like you ever, it's been so like, long. Bounced up and then just went oh, yeah. backwards. Oh yeah. 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 You get hurt if you don't know what you're doing. But yeah, I loved it. It was just one of those things. Um, and I was into high jumping, which is so weird because I'm not very tall. What? But I, you know, when you're in a, when you're in school, like right. whatever, you know. But yeah, it's weird. I just I had strong legs, you know, or you know, fast, and it would I'd flip me up there. But it was it was fun. Wild! I, I never would have guessed thought. that. No chance. But you, yeah, it's like uh, how about like uh, sports? Yeah, I like sports. Yeah. I mainly like game out here, like a Vegas Golden Knights game. See, I do like the Knights, and that's what's weird is I never was into hockey ever, and uh, I think it was you know all the stuff that went down, and it brought the whole community together when we really needed to come together. And yeah, it was like the glue that yeah, held this right. town together, and the fact that it was just a godsend that. They just, it was, it was It was like awesome. a storybook season yeah, for, for really a first was. season, for any season, let alone the first happened. season. And it was a magical year. Yeah, and everything happens for a reason. And and for that alone, I just fell completely in love with the with it. But again, I don't, like, I don't know the players. Yep. I don't follow. Yep. I just respect you the You appreciate game. it. I get I it. I have the license plate, you know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, uh, you know, and I, I just, I'm super proud to, uh, to live in Vegas, and I love this town more than life. And it's it's great, awesome, isn't it? Man. How about UFC? Do you ever love go to fights? UFC. Oh, you do. Now that I love. Okay. Have you been I'm to a fight? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, I love Dana. I love what he's done with it, and it's just great. Yeah, I lost like seven grand on McGregor. Hashtag me too. I ended yeah. up which time? I ended up in a diaper over McGregor. Yeah. I made a bet with another I was podcast. So sure he was going to win. When he fought Khabib or no. Mayweather? Mayweather. Mayweather. Photo of the diaper. Dude, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. What diaper happened? photo. So, so right here. on yeah. my other show on the Action Junkies, I went on, uh, there's a podcast called MMA Junkie, unrelated okay. to these junkies. And uh, I made a bet with the hosts over there, George and Goes. They do their show over at Mandalay Bay in Got the sports book. And the bet was if McGregor lost, I would have to walk around Mandalay Bay in a diaper for 30 minutes. That is so Did security funny. stop you? So McGregor loses. I love that you just said that. So I tweet, hey, everybody, I'll be at Manly Bay tomorrow, 9 a.m., walking around in a diaper for Monday morning, two days later, I should say. I'll be in, you know, walking around in a diaper. Let me know. So uh, Manly Security Maybe. calls the guys and goes, hey, because I tagged Manly Bay like yeah. an idiot. And uh, uh, and so they're like, hey, uh, your buddy in a diaper? Uh, uh-uh, not happening. Can't walk around the casino in a diaper. Not going to happen. So... What they did was I just went in their studio. I, was, I showed up in clothing, you know, and then just stripped down to just a diaper. And uh, I had to sit in front of them, in front of, like, their desk on their set. While they're doing their show, like, I'm invisible, and I had to hold a sign. I'm wearing a diaper and this sign that says I was dumb enough to bet on McGregor, and now I have to wear this diaper. 
<laughs> for three hours is their show. So three hours, I'm just sitting there. I'm not allowed to talk. That was their like public humiliation. Oh, oh but then they decided that wasn't bad enough. That was so then they made intense. me. That was from a 30-minute walk around to a three-hour. I felt like that was time served, but yeah. that wasn't enough for them. So That's they made me go on the served. bridge. We took the <laughs> tram. We took the tram from uh, oh, Mandalay to like Luxor, and then I had to stand on that bridge between Luxor and what is it, New York, New York? Yeah. Right. Stand on that bridge. It's that fight was summer, so yeah. it's like it's 100 degrees out. I'm in a diaper, holding this sign, and like all these people were taking photos with me and stuff. But I ended up on the front page of like Bleacher Report, SportsIllustrated.com. <laughs> like, uh, were you wearing yeah, like adult diapers? Or Colin like Cowherd, you know ones? Colin yeah. Cowherd. All he was ones. he featured me on the like fan pays McGregor bet. I ended up on an airplane going to LA like a couple days later. I am my life, I swear to you. This guy, I hear these guys talking about it. They're literally talking about it. And one of them tasked me, he's like, are you the diaper guy? And I'm like, yeah, I'm the, I'm a diaper guy. That's amazing. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah, At I, least was, I didn't have to do what that. What about the I, uppercut? He landed that uppercut. I, I thought we had it. I did too. Uh, Couldn't believe it. Only because you brought LA up. Did you see the seven magic mountains? No. So do you know what she's talking about? Yes, God. I do. They were just, very. Just going, just going back to last week's episode. Uh, we were talking about it. He's never seen it because he's obviously texting and driving. I've right. only made that drive. Literally forty times like he in yeah. six months. It and he but, tagged me on Instagram saying I missed it. But like, it's where pretty is it? uneventful. Like I, I, I was like, I gotta fucking see this, you know? I drove there. I'm like, okay, there's fucking colored rocks. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe I'm missing lies. something. Right. I guess it's cool. I don't. It's know. cool. It's yeah. like pretty much an Instagram thing. Or yeah, 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 yeah. To get that photo, I but you can so. see it from the road. So I we're know. just telling yeah. him. Just look we just to drove right to San Diego a few days ago. Yeah, I missed it, and then last night we were coming back. And I was like, okay, where? But it was dark, so we couldn't okay, see it. But true. whatever. Yeah. I even like pinned it for you. I even like I know. showed you. I know. I'm challenged. I mean, obviously, obviously, I'm not the. I mean, these are my glasses. I mean, I'm a mess. I'm gonna have to get you some new glasses. I'm a mess. What is this? Do you have? A, do you, is there an eyewear line yet? Launch an eyewear line. I need I'll one. rock some Ash but eyewear. I need some. Man, thank you so much yeah, for doing this. This was so really so fun. Much. It was a pleasure to, to have you here. It was a pleasure meeting you. And an honor. Thank you. Yeah, thank for coming. you. DJ Ashba, everybody, Peace on the Vegas Junkies. Bye, guys. You have to cut it now. <laughs> cut. You need a cut. We're still going, but I was thinking cut. Okay. <laughs> now cut.